a few months ago, some of you were likely here for it, in the middle of the sermon we had what sounded like a biblical plague going on over top of our heads. You remember that massive thunderstorm and there was like the golf ball size hail and it got so loud in this room that I almost considered stopping the sermon because I don't think half of you heard what I said for three minutes anyway. And then you went out to the, to the parking lot and, and some of you are thinking, oh no, look at the damage on my cars. And others of you were seeing dollar signs thinking, yes, insurance money. Well, as a church, we're saying, yes, insurance money. Along with all the other houses in the neighborhood, we have heard back from our insurance company that we are getting a new roof. And this is a massive answer to prayer. One of the things I'm going to talk about in a second is, is a final update from the building committee. But one of the things that was a part of why we pulled together the building committee was just recognizing there were some significant costs that we had as a church in maintaining an upkeep for the building we have right now. And the biggest one of those, without question, was the fact that we had a leaky roof. And this is a big facility. It's two buildings. Replacing a roof like that would cost thousands of dollars. Just even fixing the rivets that would, that would fix the leaks was going to be like a $30,000 cost. And so the Lord met us in a sweet way. It was, to give you a little example of this, this just, this never happens. Like, the... The person who's going to be our general contractor came over and looked at it, and she went up on the roof, and she came back down. She said, I think you've got about a 50-50 chance of getting a new roof. We contacted our insurance, started the claim. They came out. The insurance adjuster, so the person hired by the insurance company to nickel and dime us, and we have to fight them to get the stuff, right, goes up there and says, well, there's not structural damage, but I suppose there's enough aesthetic damage that we can give you a new roof. Insurance companies just don't talk like that. They don't talk about aesthetic damage being justification for a new roof. Long story short, this is a serious praise to God. We are getting an $85,000 new roof on this main building and on the gym for a $1,000 deductible that they're probably going to waive because we put a little piddly sign on our lawn so everybody who drives by Lenexa Drive will know Midwest Storm Restoration is fixing the roof. So it's a huge answer to prayer. That then segues into the other announcement, which is the more significant announcement. I want to let you know the building committee has come to the end of their term. They have met faithfully for the last several months, now even beyond what we initially envisioned them meeting. And actually, before I go any further, folks that were on the building committee, can you stand just for a second so we can thank you and recognize you? So Doc and everyone else who's here, if you're on the building committee, please jump up here. Thank you, guys. This committee, yeah, keep around. Before I jump into the nuts and bolts, I'm actually not going to touch on the details of the report that you guys have. That's actually an abbreviated report to give you a sense of the thoroughness of the committee. There was a 17-page report that we got from them that we thought, I don't know if we can get people to read three pages, much less 17 pages. So we boiled it down. But before we go into the, the nitty-gritty details, I just want to thank the committee. One of our prayers pastorally as elders was that the people we pulled together for this committee would serve the church, would represent the church well, would work hard, but also that they would work well together. And that through this process of sharing opinions, we realized there might be some folks who wanted to do one thing versus another, and we wanted it to be a unifying process. And this committee, they were just exemplary in that regard. The, the humility and, and the way in which they, they raised their opinions and communicated and worked with each other was just awesome to behold. It was really just one of those senses. You'd leave one of those meetings, and it was just, I don't think we did it enough, Dave. We, we should have stopped more often and just said, that, 
was an evidence of the grace of God at work in those people meeting together. So thank you to the committee. Thank you especially, Doc, for chairing that committee. I say all that to say we've come to the conclusion as elders after the committee has met and with recommendations from the committee that we think it is wisest to stay in this building. And I, I just want to kind of give you the, the conclusion up front so you're not sitting there hanging on the edges of your seats. We came to that conclusion for several reasons. The first was what I've already mentioned. There was a significant cost. We weren't sure what it would look like to replace a roof, but when the roof is leaking, everything below it gets messy and dirty, and, and renovation projects that you do are now getting leaked upon and don't look as nice as they did even a year after you did them. So that was a significant answer to prayer. One of the things the building committee did was they immediately divided up into subcommittees. One of the subcommittees was tasked with exploring real estate options. What would it look like if we were to sell? That subcommittee found it's tricky to pin down the commercial real estate market. Long story short, churches that were going up for sale were sometimes up for sale for a long time, sometimes more than a year and a half. Some of those churches that had sold had only gone for two-thirds of their asking price. So it didn't build a lot of faith for the prospect of putting the building up. There was another subcommittee that was tasked with finding potential places to rent if we were to sell this facility. And that committee found, first of all, that there was a lot of difficulty with the school district, which is kind of your most logical place oftentimes to rent from. And there just seemed to be some significant roadblocks and hurdles along the way to renting. doesn't mean it's impossible to rent, but there was just not a clear way forward that we saw in terms of renting a facility. And then finally, we had a subcommittee that was put together just to consider how we might maximize rentals and incomes that we earn from the building itself. So you know, it's obvious that we rent out the gym to different groups, and we also rent out space in the basement, and we rent out to another Spanish-speaking church on Sunday mornings. So they were tasked with thinking together, how much might we maximize the revenues we bring in? And, and as those three committees did their work, it seemed to Dave and I that there was just a building sense of clarity from the Lord that we were supposed to stay. And I say that, and that's a huge answer to prayer. And I say that even just recognizing, initially, I think Dave and I went into this thinking it seemed like wisdom would be to sell the building. But I think as an encouragement to you, the way that the committee served us and served you as a church really helped Dave and I to walk through that process. The way that you all, as the congregation, participated in the surveys and bringing us feedback was instrumental and incredibly helpful. We weren't just giving lip service when we started out and said, we wanted to hear from you, from, from the congregation, from the people that make up Providence. We valued your input. We, we valued hearing your voice, and it was really helpful to us, and it, it helped to clarify where people were at. I think one of the sweetest things about the process was, even as we were building towards the end conclusion, it seemed as though the way that the process was being walked out, who was on the committee, the way that folks were involving themselves in the feedback and survey process there was a sense that unity was even being built within the church. And the committee said this on a couple occasions, and, and the elders as well. There seemed to be a sense of a congregation building faith, saying, we are together, we realize the building isn't our primary identity, right? It's, it's so secondary to who we are in Christ and what we're called to be as a church, and we want to be united moving forward. And so you just seem like a people ready to be led, which was exciting for us. The other really significant piece in the decision to stay in the building, the real wild card in the situation was, as you know, as we've told you before, it's a commercial loan that we have. And so the way those work typically almost exclusively 
is that you have a 20-year amortization schedule, so 20 years to pay off the building, but every five years you have to refinance the loan. So it's not like your house where you sign a 30-year note and for 30 years you don't have to refinance. In the commercial real estate business, in order to mitigate against risk, they do five-year balloons where you have to refinance every five years. So three years from now, we were going to have to refinance, and there was concern about what the market would look like. What are the rates going to be when we go to refinance? And is that going to affect our budget in a significant way? The last time we refinanced, they were at historic lows. They really can't go much lower. If they get a lot higher, what does that do to us? Is that going to force us out just from what happens in the market? Dave, I don't know how many banks <laughs> you took our loan to. Dave has taken our, our loan to five different banks. And, and being the humble man that he did, even after the first two banks laughed him out of the building <laughs> with our numbers, he continued taking it. And there was no other bank outside of Metcalf who showed any interest in refinancing with us and in working with us. And so that seemed to be, that was one of the reasons why we were thinking maybe we should sell. Then the Lord really brought a clarifying piece to this whole process. We were approached by Bank of the West, and they came to us and said, we'd like to look at your financials and think about refinancing you. And Dave started conversing with our bankers, actually named Aladdin. So he didn't come in on a magic carpet, and he didn't have a genie. Um, and he started conversing with him, and, and then Aladdin sort of dropped a bomb on us and said, we'd actually be interested in signing you up for a 20-year fixed loan. So you would do a loan with us, and you would never have to refinance again until the note is paid off. Unheard of. No one has been willing to do that. People don't typically do that in commercial real estate. We sort of said, okay, we'll try it out. And we just kept waiting for them to pull the carpet out from underneath of us and say, well, we ran the numbers, and it doesn't work. And every step along the way, there was just confirmation, confirmation. We had the building appraised at one point. There was a ratio the bank was looking for in terms of debt to value, that they wanted to have certain numbers for the, for the building. We had it appraised, and it came in at $200,000 less than we were hoping for, which was another piece of the process. If you come under $200,000 less than you're hoping in an appraisal, and some churches are selling for two-thirds of asking price, that didn't bode well for us selling the building and even getting back what we owed for it. Well, the bank came back after that and said, well, we'll basically do something we don't typically normally ever do. We're going to adjust those percentages just to make sure you guys can get the loan. So we have been approved for a 20-year fixed loan. We will not have to refinance this loan again. It's at a really good rate, five and a quarter. In fact, when Dave took this information to Jim Lehman, our banker at Metcalf, he's a believer. He, he's a godly guy. He's really served us through the years. I think one of the reasons we got the loan to begin with at Metcalf was because Jim was doing us some favors in, in the room with the other bankers going to bat for us. He was saddened that we were leaving, obviously losing business, but he, he looked at Dave and he said, hey, from a stewardship perspective as a believer, you would be nuts not to take this deal. I can't even go to my people to try and get something to match this or to counter this. We can't touch this offer. From a business perspective, this is a no-brainer. And so it just began to seem really clear that God was opening doors miraculously. I think through your prayers and through the work of the building committee, he was bringing clarity to something we've been praying about. And so we feel in faith as elders that we're supposed to move forward with the refinance and that we're going to stay, that this is going to be our home. We're going we're gonna to dwell here as the congregation of the redeemed. And we're going to look at this community right around us 
and these, these townhouses and people surrounding us to say, this is our immediate mission field. And then into your own individual communities, our extended mission fields. All that to say, that's the recommendations we received and the work of the building committee along with much prayer and fasting with, with Dave and I and then Seth. There was a moment on the retreat where we kind of officially came to the point of saying, I think the Lord has met us and, and we know what we're supposed to do. And we got done. And it was like this collective sigh of relief <laughs> in the room. Just, oh, we've come to a conclusion and a way forward. So I say all that to you to say, in two weeks, we want to close on the refinance loan. We'll have to bring some money to close because there's, there's a penalty with Metcalf Bank because we're, we're closing their loan early. And then there's just, you know, in a typical, anytime you're refinancing or signing a loan, there's some closing costs involved as well. But in the long run, this 20-year note, because it's 20 years and it extends the loan out for a little bit, and because of the good rate, is actually going to save us about $15,000 annually in the budget. So it's another piece of why that loan is such a significant, significant thing we're pursuing. So I say all that to say, we feel strongly in faith that this is the way forward. As elders, we were served immensely by the building committee. We were served by you with your feedback, but we want to continue getting feedback. If anyone has any more questions, there's an even fuller summary, the 17-page summary. Dave has a few copies of that for people who really want to want to dig through that and read, read what the, the building committee has. But also, if you, if you just want to talk with us about what it'll look like in the two weeks before we go to sign the refinance, we, we want to do that with you. We want to hear from you one last time. But I really feel strongly that the Lord has has met us. He has answered our prayers. He's giving us an $85,000 new roof. He, he's brought a loan to our doorstep that seemed unthinkable and impossible six months ago that will save us $15,000 a year in the budget. And so I think it's I think it's a momentous opportunity for Providence. I think it's going to mark us as a church and it's exciting to, to plant our flag here in this community and to say we're going to be here right in the heart, literally the center of Johnson County proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what I have for the announcement. That was a long one. Thanks for sitting through it. Um, again, if you have questions, please don't hesitate to ask Dave. I'm actually leaving for vacation for two weeks. That kind of fell in an awkward spot, but I'm going to be in Minnesota ignoring all emails. So <laughs> if you have questions, send them Dave's way.